I heard a lot of people saying life begins at 40. I'm not sure if that's true. Yes. Oh my gosh, oh. masaktan balakan ko. <laughs> Or my so, waist is like, oh, it's it's really painful. Why why is this happening? It was a big realization to me too that aging is actually a milestone. Do people in midlife stage handle depression better than those who are in like younger years? Welcome to Meeting Midlife, a podcast about navigating the ups and downs of approaching another season in life. Whether you're experiencing career changes, health issues, or the challenges of an emptiness, let's talk. Join us in this podcast as we share stories of triumph and resilience. It's time to embrace the possibilities of meeting midlife and make the most of this exciting new season. Hi, everyone. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. So, yeah, we're doing podcasts. We are actually doing this because we love to listen to podcasts. But we would like to share all our thoughts in regards to meeting midlife. Midlife, yeah. So the title itself speaks about it. It's meeting midlife. I'm not in midlife yet. He But is. I already am, yes. But I think most people... who are in my age will experience the same too of how we feel, what we feel when we're about to meet midlife, That's right? correct. Exactly. Okay. Especially when you're in traffic, you know, we like listening to podcasts that we can relate to. Now, in this case, we're experiencing this with her meeting midlife and I'm already in midlife. We would like to share what we find useful that can help our listeners uh, to go through any challenges that you may have And as long as you know that you're not alone, we are here also. So we're going to define midlife first. We have to have definition of terms here. Midlife, according to psychology today, is a middle age that is transitional period of life between young adulthood and old age. That's correct. So middle-aged people often undergo significant changes in their relationships, jobs, and health and their appearance. Exactly. Yeah. So I think generally it's acknowledged between 40s to 60s That's of correct. age. That's correct. Exactly. Yes. Believe it or not, even though 60s, you're still experiencing midlife. It's really it's a transition that's really huge, especially mm-hmm. when you're coming from your 20s. then 30s, then all of a sudden your outlook in life is really different from the outlook that you had when you were younger. I heard a lot of people saying life begins at 40. I'm not sure if that's true. Well, it is. It's another life different from what you had when you were 21 or 18, right? Did you have fears? Oh, yes. So, for example, just like everyone else, you know, when you go 20, you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm 20, 21. Yeah. When you celebrate your birthday, this is really fun. When you go 30s, if you watch Friends, remember when yeah, Joey said... Yeah, that's what I felt. When oh I was... my God, why? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, that's what I felt when I turned 30. I'm like, where did my 20s go? It's so fast. When you think about it, you're actually not just growing up to the point that you're maturing physically. Your experiences are compounding or accumulating a lot of stuff in your head. and your experience in, in regards to, okay, how you have outlook in life. So that's 30s, and then when you become 40s, that's a whole different ballgame. And I think I agree when they say 40s is where you start a new life because that's pretty much where 
you should be somewhere in your career that you're like already almost successful or already successful and now you're starting to think about retirement it's probably another transition of in life where you're like okay i need to recalibrate where okay okay ba ako sa career ko am i okay with my relationship am i okay with what's going on with my life you know exactly i mean 40s basically is okay what happened to me basically what are the things i'm feeling on your physical changes oh my gosh oh. masaktan balakan ko <laughs> or my so, waist is like oh it's it's very painful why why is this happening those are real situations that you will encounter eventually and we're here to help you to see the adjustment okay. and why we're doing this but podcast. we're not experts though we're actually not. talking just in general and we, we also have questions that's why we're here because probably who knows if you are there listening to us share us your thoughts share us your experiences if you experience in the same stage of life and yeah we're here to just have a conversation just like everyone else you know let's say if like what is going on sometimes you do do your own research right right so so like ano nangyari sa akin i need to go google this so oh my gosh so in this case yeah I, you're like a google person yeah. <laughs> and this really, really does help and we're here to compound all our experiences and learnings in regards to all our research in regards to uh, meeting midlife okay so so much about that We're going to talk about recognizing the signs of midlife transitions, the common symptoms and experiences. I think we had a general overview about that, but midlife transition is a natural and often inevitable stage of life, of course, that typically begins in 40. Mm-hmm. It was a big realization to me too that aging is actually a milestone. Sometimes, especially me personally when I age, I feel like, "Oh my god, I'm scared because I'm aging." But you have to also think that not all people reach that stage. Some people just turn 30 and that's it. They die. Life ends. They die young. Some even didn't experience teenager or like young adulthood, you know? So every time you age, for me it's a milestone. It's I don't have everything in life but I'm always grateful that I reached this age because like I said not everyone when God has plans for you sometimes it's just until your 20s your 30s or even early stages like I said so it's always a milestone and you have to be grateful about that Exactly but along with it are those factors nga about common symptoms and experiences Yes, so. of course, especially it affects women most of the time because the thing is when they experience this it has very drastic changes. For example, we have hormonal changes, including hot flashes, night sweats, and changes in their menstrual patterns. I mean, when am I talking about this, right? Lalaki ako. But at the same time, you can actually think about it. There's a lot of changes in men and also women. And whenever you had that, for example, hot flashes, oh my God, what's going on? But when I experienced that kind of thing, right? I mean, that's scary. I remember when my mom said, "Oh my God, we're not having cycle." I just thought to myself, "Oh, I can't wait for that to happen to me too." But no, I'm not ready yet. I don't want that yeah, to happen to me yet. Yeah, enjoy what you have right now yes. as you age, and eventually, again, it's just a milestone when you start experiencing midlife. You have to think of it a different perspective. I know it's hard, but at the same time, it's a blessing and it's an achievement. It's also a milestone, right? 
Okay, However, so aside from that physiological uh-huh. aspects, we also have mental the, health. Yes, yes, the mental health, which is very important conversation nowadays, especially for a lot of people, including us, who undergo depression. Oh, it's uh, it's a very realistic situation, and nagyari talaga for a lot of people. I mean, how do you handle your depression? How do you handle your anxiety? Depression actually stages in life. It can be teenager, it can be in my age, it can be in your age. Are those stages, do they handle depression differently? Do people in midlife stage handle depression better than those who are in, in like younger years? That's a good question. And I think it really depends on different type of people. So, and you said that older people might handle depression differently from younger people. I don't know if I can agree with that because sometimes, probably sometimes, younger people can handle depression probably more better than older people or vice versa. It really depends. Pero I think the depression, the anxiety, the root cause of that is the changes that you're actually experiencing. For example, your self-perception, for example. You're having nostalgia on your younger years. Yeah, right? I so, experience that a lot. So when you do that, sometimes you're depressed because... You're not able to do the same things that you've done before. You yeah. miss what happened to you when you were in high school a lot. You miss what happened to you in college a lot. Yeah. And when you do that and you always recycle those kind of thoughts every time and you feel like, oh, I want to go back to that kind of moment that I had, you're missing one thing. And that what you're missing is basically the present. What you have right now, sometimes you ignore because you can do a lot of stuff right now instead of you, you know, taking your time, doing nostalgic type of memories, trying to remember everything because you're a different person now. That is really a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Sometimes you forget living in the present. You know what? Because there was one time that I slept 4 a.m. because I was doing something in my laptop work mm-hmm. stuff. And then I feel so tired and exhausted. And I told you... I don't know why, but before, I can even work until 4 a.m. and then wake up at 7 a.m. and go to work because I have events. But right now, I feel like I'm so tired. I easily get exhausted, which I didn't experience before. I can go on and on. And I actually, there was one point in my life where I had work. I was taking masters, which did not pursue because I was so exhausted in work. But... I kind of did it at some point and right now I can't imagine doing that again because I easily get tired and I think that's one of those changes too. Oh yeah, and that's a real problem sometimes talaga. You're actually experiencing that you cannot do what you had before and that's the reason, one more thing, this is the reason why we're actually getting bigger sometimes. At first when you're hungry, you're, you're thinner. And when you're, you're going older, you're, you're getting tired faster. Getting bigger physically. Yes, getting bigger physically. Your, your metabolism goes down. And you eat the same amount of food that you eat when you were 21. A lot of food, then you eat it the same way as when you're 41 and you're 61. You, sometimes you ask yourself, why are you getting bigger and fatter, right? And that's because of that. You know, when we, we, when we go older, based on what I read, you need to eat less food more nutritious food, but less food than what you have when you were actually growing up, you know? 
And that's one thing. You need to recognize that, that you're not the same person as you were before. And that's okay. That's the reason why it's important for us to have like a social support, for example, mm-hmm. where in midlife's transition, it's not just you that actually experiencing midlife. Your batchmates, your classmates are also getting older. Your friends. You're not alone and that's yeah. okay. And if you think that you're not alone, you feel better a little bit because the thing is, hey, you know what? I'm not just this, you know, I'm the only one who's actually having this issue. A lot of us are having the same thoughts, the same problems, and the same experiences. Go have your own support. Look with your friends. Go with mm-hmm. your batchmates. Ask them about, hey, what are, how, yeah. how are you feeling? Yeah. It will yeah. help you with your anxiety. Yeah. It will help you with on your, your depression. depression. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, depression is a very complex conversation. Those are just one of those things that we can do in order to prevent and in order to overcome that. Don't think that you're actually alone on going through that. No. There's a lot of resources that you can find. Even just simply probably talking to your mom or your sister, that will help. There was a situation also that I know somebody na parang hindi siya ma-share. She's not a person who shares a lot of stuff. But there come a point where it struck because someone already committed something out of it. And for her, it's not even like, it's not bearable already. And she just like keep it to herself, accumulated all the emotions in there. And there come a point where she just decided to just, you know, I'm just going to have a meltdown to my mom, tell my mom. And after that, everything becomes better. Right now, she's sharing all her emotions to her mom. She's sharing emotions to me, to her friends. And she's, she's been okay. And I think it takes vulnerability and um, it takes you to be brave, to just really vulnerable to people that you know and, and love. I think uh, human beings are social creatures by nature. Yeah. Even if you're an extrovert or an introvert, meaning that uh, you just want to stay home and just be yourself, sometimes you tend to look for people to chat with, to play with. And because of that, even though you're at low at room, at your room, it doesn't mean that you're really alone because you're actually talking to people also. And even if you're extrovert and you're, you like talking to people, sometimes you put yourself a shield or a wall where you don't want to be vulnerable even though you're already talking to people, right? So it is basically just like you said, your self-perception in regards to how and when you are ready to be vulnerable to a person that you trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sharing those kind of vulnerabilities is important. That way, it can actually mend your inner things that you need to let out internal yeah internal um struggles struggles yes correct injuries and anything like that mental injuries that you have that you want to tend and mend for and like we said talked about mental health because like i said all the stages in life there's that when you're a teenager you're probably going through the same thing young adult adult midlife but it doesn't mean that midlife people handle it better. So to answer the question, no. It no. doesn't mean that older people handle it better than younger people no. because situations vary. It's the same way. Yeah. So to so give you an example, for let's say you're a teenager, you only have things that you worry about in school 
And pretty much that's all your whole life. Your mm. school, your friends, you don't have work yet. So family, right? So even though it's that kind of experience that they're actually going through and they become depressed on whatever reason, it's also the same when you are an actual midlife adult. You, you work, you have a lot of experiences more than what you have for your teenage years. But then again, you're trapped on that particular experience and then you actually have that kind of uh, issues, you know, inner issues where you became depressed. The same thing that you'll be able to experience what you have when you're a teenager, same thing what you're going to have when you're in midlife, and of course, when you're outside midlife. No matter what, we're all humans. We yeah. all go through the same thing, and we need each other to help out and you know, go through things together. Okay. So, so much for the mental changes. Let's talk about embracing your personal growth. Because sometimes, we tend to be negative of aging. Like, oh my God, I'm growing old. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to grow old. But you want to grow old because you don't want to die early, right? <laughs> That's correct. Literally, you want to grow old because you don't want to die when you're in 30s, in your 40s. Everybody wants to live longer, right? But yeah, we hear about negative aspects of life, such as the midlife crisis and challenges. Mm -hmm. Those are real though, right? Oh yeah. Or were you in the situation where you, where you think you had... You, you're having a crisis in oh, yes, life. Oh, yes, of course. So just like what you said, right? Who wants to die early or young, you know? And it's, it's good to have to be midlife. But then again, I can relate to people who says, oh my gosh, I'm growing old. You know why? That's because you look different already. You don't look the true. same way when you were younger, <laughs> yeah, right? When you true. were younger, you don't have too much wrinkles. You don't have those white hair, gray hair. Now you have more wrinkles. You have double chin. You have gray hair. And when you look at yourself in the mirror, you know, even though inside you don't change, right? Like you don't see your wrinkles inside. You see it outside all the time. And that's the reason why you are like dreadful. Like, oh my gosh, what's happening to me? I'm growing old. People are having a lot of pressure and the crisis becomes so much like heavier because of social media, you know? People will compare themselves to other people like why am i looking so much worse than her where we're just in the same age exactly yeah social media brings a lot of impact on aging because like i said you tend to compare yourself exactly yeah and don't do not compare when you try to do that and do not compare you'll be happier trust me yeah because if you if you start just focusing on yourself focusing on your self-improvement okay on your own pace. What's important is your experience, how you, you look at life. You look at life in a more positive way instead of a negative way. Yeah. As long as you don't compare, you know, eventually you'll get old, you'll see those wrinkles and that's fine. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Just smile. Smile more, smile more and more until you're able to accept that this is the new you. And there are some coping strategies that can help, such as therapy, meditation, and self-care practices. Do you do those? Well, meditation, I guess, when I actually play. Believe it or not, when I play my games, even though it's uh, chaotic when you look at it, it's like my self-meditation is like, I don't need to worry about anything right now. I can escape myself and just go through my games. It's very important to have a hobby, yes, right? That's very correct. That's very correct. It's part of your personal growth and self-discovery you know yeah. it's it's really it can be a time to explore new interests you know also 
uh, again, new hobbies as well, and even a new career path. So let's say, oh my gosh, where am I going to do now? I'm not young anymore. It's too late for me to study whatever I need to study or even do a new career. Don't think that way. As long as you're able to, to improve yourself, educate yourself, no matter what, even if you're 50, you know, then you can still... It's not too late. It's not too late. Yeah. It's never too late. This is the reason why we're going to go through this podcast in regards to meeting midlife. Yeah. We're going to be talking about a lot. Yeah, we're probably talking super like, oh, you're here and you're there. But in general, those are a conversation that we're going to have. We are so happy and so glad that we are in the stage where we probably can talk and have a conversation and share our experiences and somehow probably we can impart something on you and you to us as well right that's correct and that's where we're here for yeah so again look forward to our weekly podcast we're going to talk about a lot of different facets you know meeting midlife we got financial yeah. facets we got mental facets physical facets all those kind of stuff yeah look forward to it thanks for tuning in to meeting midlife be sure to follow and subscribe for more conversations and stories about the joys and challenges of this new season until then keep living keep learning and keep growing thanks for listening